Hey guys, we're back with another episode of Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people who are in a relationship with TV. We're doing things a little differently this week. We're going to start with our TV news because this is a very special episode. A full episode dedicated to one of our true TV loves. Yes, a classic for both of us. And it should be a classic for all of you, so stay tuned. So that's why... We're having this episode so we can convince all of you to watch it if you haven't and Mm -hmm. to bask in its glory with us if you have. Mm -hmm. But hold on to your hats. (laughs) We'll get to that in a minute. We have not a ton of TV news, but very important things we need to discuss. Yeah, it was too good to just not talk about. So we had to talk about it and we'll just talk about it now and get it over with. Yeah, so... The first one is, this is going to be have to be maybe like our new, like, take note of how many times Taika Waititi gets mentioned in the yeah. podcast. That's like, he's how probably many been times... mentioned equal parts to John Hamm. Yeah. So if he hasn't, it's like very, very close. So Taika and John Hamm, if you're listening, we wouldn't mind being sponsored. Yeah. Or like, or just stopping guests. by for yeah. an interview. Come down to Salt Lake. <laughs> <laughs> come on down. <laughs> hey, you know what? They both come to Sundance a lot, actually. That's true. In Park oh City. So Maybe we, we got to really build our followership by January. We can do it. Yeah. I mean, do we count as members of the press? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe we can get credentials. TBD. So <laughs> if you're listening and you know how to do that, help us out. Please. <laughs> I mean, if you've, if you've been listening to this many episodes... <laughs> You must kind of like us. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. We'll put a pin in that yeah. little project. So, Taika, he has just been signed on to direct an episode of John Favreau's new Star Wars show, which is called The Mandalorian. And there's not that much information out about it yet. So far, it's really just that they're announcing who's directing each episode or, like, which directors have signed on. So, Taika signed on to do one, which I'm obviously very excited about. Mm-hmm. I'm also really excited because Bryce Dallas Howard is also signed on to do one. And I love her in her Black Mirror episode. Mm-hmm. She was one of my favorite parts of the first Jurassic World movie that she was in. And I Taika just has such a distinct, like, kind of vibe and flavor to everything he does. Mm -hmm. So I'm very... (laughs) Just choked on my own spit. That's how excited I am. (laughs) I could not be more excited. And it really is... I... I don't know. I I hate that I've been feeling kind of starting to be a little burned out on how many Star Wars things are coming out. But this, I mean, they know exactly how to reel me back in. Mm-hmm. So they know you too well. Ugh. Is it going to be on the Disney streaming service? That's what I don't know about. I don't know. I was just trying to check that, but I couldn't. That Disney anything. streaming service has been making a lot of headlines. I feel like yeah, and like for They're a really while ramping up. Because I was kind of thinking it would have been out way earlier, mm-hmm. like almost now, but yeah. so that's TBD as well. Hmm. Well, I'm excited to see what Taika does with that because he made Thor so good. Mm-hmm. So one of the better Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> additions, in my opinion, yeah. even though there was a rumor going around that he was going to do a Star Wars thing or the people were like, oh, you got to do Star Wars. And I always wanted him to do like a mockumentary of the Cantina <laughs> band. <laughs> but this is okay, too. I mean, maybe he'll still we'll do see. that. I don't know yeah. what this is about. So again, if you're listening, that's a good tip for my friend Taika. <laughs> okay. And the other piece of news that is so crazy is that Misha Barton from the OC is joining the Hills on MTV. I don't even know how to wrap my head around this. I just, like, I can't believe we're at this day and age where, for a reality TV show, we're casting people who aren't even related to each other. Like, they aren't, she's not friends with any of them. And 
originally we were supposed to believe that all the Hills cast were like genuine friends, mm-hmm. right? Well, and they, I mean, at least they all legitimately went to high school together. Yeah. You know, like there was a connection. Yeah. And this makes no sense. Now it's just like, oh yeah, Misha is kind of crazy and hasn't really done a whole lot since the OC, so let's throw her in. At this point, I feel like might as well just cast Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. I, I think she's getting her own thing, though. I See, that's a reality show I would be intrigued by. Yeah, so would I. Well, and I just am so confused by this Hills reboot because I it's weird to have it without LC. Mm-hmm. I mean, Misha Barton, is she supposed to be, like, replacing Lauren Conrad? <laughs> because that's an interesting uh, twist. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. Anyway, I think that was all for the TV news, but it was, like, two big things that we couldn't not talk about it. Yeah. And I didn't want it to be old news by the next episode. Yes. Okay, so drumroll, please. We're going to dedicate this whole episode to Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights. Lights. Just, what number was this on your top three? Number two? Your top three all-time shows? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I can't remember. I should remember that. <laughs> Either way, this it was is a up show there. we have both, even like when we first met each other, I feel like it probably came up in conversation. Yeah. That how important this show is to each of us. Mm-hmm. To both of us, I mean. And it's... it was like, yeah, we developed our love for it individually before we knew each other. Mm-hmm. And I honestly didn't know that many people who had watched it and cared a- about it as much as you did. So that's how we started our friendship, I feel yeah. like. I think you're right. I feel like you can just tell so much about a person when they love this show. Mm-hmm. Totally. So how would you kind of summarize why you love Friday Night Lights so much? Good question. Um, I, well, I remember being very nervous to watch it, even though I had been told to watch it, because football I'm not really that interested in football. I go to football games for the food. <laughs> and um, and I feel like that's also something else I've heard from other people when I'm trying to convince them to watch it is, but I don't really like football. And it's like, it's more than the game. And it's just a show about relationships. And um, something we can also talk about later is the strong women that are in it. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I had, like, realized while I was watching it that was one of the reasons why I was drawn to it, but it totally was. Yeah, very strong, very complex female mm-hmm. characters. And they're, every character is pretty hot. They're beautiful. And you might not think that because it's in, like, this really small Texas town. But yeah, like, neither of us are really gorgeous. attracted to, like, Texas cowboys. No, not exactly my type. And they aren't really like the con- Hollywood conventional hot person. No. But I think that's why it's so good is because they're like attainable hot. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Tim Riggins is probably the only like supermodel level hot. Yeah. But they kind of grease him up to make him approachable. <laughs> yeah. And dumb him down a little. Yeah. <laughs> Um, What about you? I agree with that. The football thing was a big thing for me. The reason I started watching it in the first place was because I had so many friends, not so many, like, I was probably like three people that separately told me that I should start watching it when it was on Netflix. And they each had such different tastes from each other that I was like, okay, if this many people that like so many different things 
are recommending this show, I should start it. And it really is, I feel like it actually has contributed to my hate of real life football because I want to only watch like these really epic emotional football games instead of actual football games where I don't know anything (laughs) about the personal lives of the players. (laughs) And in the show, the football games only last like five minutes. It's perfect rather than like four hours, Mm -hmm. literally. But it's just the character, it's all about the characters. Mm -hmm. They really, I feel like there are only a handful of shows where the characters feel that real and fully realized people where they genuinely feel like um, real complex people that you could, you would actually know. Mm -hmm. And that almost every decision they make, like even, because I, there are so many shows where you just get so mad at the characters because the decisions they're making, like a person would never really do that. I feel like I don't have that thought that much on this show. Like yeah, I'll get that's mad. True. I'll get mad at the characters' decisions, but I'm like, oh, of course they're doing that right now. Like it makes sense with the rest of the things that have been going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the only one is the whole Landry thing, right? Which we should definitely address. Yeah, but I feel like it's also a show where. It doesn't shy away from difficult topics at all, but, and it doesn't try to make life, like, too hunky-dory. Like, it's not, like, it's a feel-good show while still being real. And I feel like it's um, one of those shows that genuinely makes me want to try to be a better person. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like Coach and Tammy Taylor are just kind of the epitome of, like, how I want to be seen in life. Mm-hmm. I watched a, a clip this week when I was brushing up on them, and <laughs> it was the part where he's like, do you forgive me? And then he's like, I love you. I respect you. I can't remember what else, but I was, like, full-on crying at my desk at work. <laughs> they are so moving. They're everything I could ever want. But they're not, and they're so perfect in that they're so real because they mm-hmm. get mad at each other. Let's just dive into talking about the Taylors. Yeah, well, I think that's a good place to start. So, Coach, for those of you who haven't watched the show, Coach Taylor is played by Kyle Chandler and Tammy is his wife and she's played by Connie Britton and it helps that they're both really hot and they're really great actors and um, Coach, so already you just kind of like, they just feel like real people. They feel like just some uh, this awesome set of parents and they um coaches the head coach of the dylan panthers the high school football team and so i'm honored to share a name with him you you're lucky we're gonna be saying your name this whole time and oh yeah i forgot i was gonna call you coach taylor i'm changing you to that in my phone <laughs> coach taylor goff oh Tam- <laughs> tammy taylor goff <laughs> it's perfect One of my favorite moments that I remember of the Taylors that stands out, like when I'm just going back of highlights of the show, there's an episode in the, I think it's in the first season where Tammy gets roped into hosting this big like football booster Mm -hmm. dinner at their house. And coach tells her about it like that morning and in all of Texas, but especially, and Dylan is no exception, the city they live in, um, football is everything. The high school football team, it's like a bigger deal than the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like, it's absolutely everything. So every little football event is a huge, huge deal. And so it's not just like, oh, we'll just, like, get some pizzas. Like, she has to... It's basically now her responsibility to host, like, the whole town at their house. Yeah, like, she's throwing a wedding. <laughs> yeah, basically. It really is, like, a full wedding reception. And 
So she's really mad, but she's like, you know, I support you, so I'm still going to do this, but I'm not gonna, I'm not happy with you about mm-hmm. this. But she's not going to, like, let it affect anything. She has to, t- <laughs> I think one of the players or some of the players, like, make a huge mess, like, in their kitchen mm-hmm. or in their dining room or something. And so she's bending down under the table to, like, clean it up. And Coach goes down there and he's like, what are you doing? She's like, I need this time. Like, I need to be under this table right now. Like, leave me alone. I'm mad at you. But I'm still going to do this because I know I'm, I support you. But I just, you just need to leave me in right now. Leave me alone right now. <laughs> And I just love how honest they are with each other, but they still are there for each other. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just love their mutual respect for one another. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like being the wife of a football coach in a state where football is that serious would be the most horrific thing ever. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like he would just want her to be there at his beck and call at all the time. But he's, like, supportive of her when she decides she needs something for herself, too, and not just be the wife of a coach. Yes. And that was something I always loved about them. Yeah. Well, and her career path is such a big part of the show, too. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not just about her, yeah, like you said, like, being at his beck and call to do all this football stuff for him. Like, I love how... Yeah, like, she becomes... She starts out as a guidance counselor at the school, and then she ends up being the principal of the school. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the show, like her next career move is one of her, the biggest conflicts and plot points that I think the Taylors have as a couple. Mm-hmm. Is Coach Taylor both of our favorite characters? Number one? I think he's probably tied for first with Tammy for me. Yeah, it's true. They come, they're a package deal. Yeah, you can't, you really can't have one without the no. other. No. It just what? sounded so weird. I'm like, what with the idea there? It's horrible. Um, so who would you say is your next favorite character? Good question. I mean, Riggins. Riggins? I was just thinking, like, the Taylors are the foundation of the show, but Tim Riggins is actually kind of, like, the heart and soul. Like, he's kind of, well, him and Saracen, Mm -hmm. I think, kind of share that, but they, they, like, uh, switch off a little bit. Yeah. Because Riggins is, like... For some reason, I never connected with Saracen as much as, like, at all. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I'm not a sucker for guys with grandmas. <laughs> <laughs> if you are, this is the show for you. Yeah, it is. You'll probably fall in love with Matt Saracen. Yeah, that's true. But Riggins is, a, I think, a more surprising character. Yeah, Especially because at first, I you don't like him at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, he's obviously very hot, but you just kind of think he'll just be kind of like the town loser, like mm-hmm. dirtbag guy. But then the more you learn about him, and it's kind of a slow progression. I feel like definitely by the end of the first season was when I was finally really seeing like the more nuances to Tim Riggins' character. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of goes up from there. Because even the second season of Friday Night Lights is notoriously rocky. Mm-hmm. It starts out with some really outlandish plot lines that don't really fit the vibe for me of the rest of the show. It's just because they're kind of like too dramatic. But Riggins really grounds it for me because there's some really good Riggins moments. Like um, when he's staying with the Taylors mm-hmm. and then he protects Julie from that tornado in the <laughs> store, which is one of my favorite parts of the whole show. But he, I feel like he really grows past just like your stereotypical like bad boy character. Like he's really tender hearted. Yeah. And has a major heart of gold kind of thing going totally. on. Totally. He's so sweet. He loves babies. Mm-hmm. And he loves his brother. Yeah. He's, he's loyal. Yeah, because he, I feel like there's so many 
shows and movies about like the scary guys you'll meet in the middle of the road in the middle of nowhere that could murder you Mm -hmm. especially (laughs) in texas yes it's a recurring theme Mm -hmm. he is like he i feel like he he has to actively work past what he could become Mm Because, like, he has this estranged, deadbeat dad, and his older brother, Billy, is, like, trying his best to take care of him, but, like, he's so limited because he's, like, kind of a screw-up, and he has really horrible ideas of how to help his family. Mm -hmm. And so, Tim, it takes a lot of effort for him to even be where he is. Yeah, well, his life was set up for failure. Exactly football really helped him stay grounded yeah and then after he graduates it's like he has to totally grapple with this identity crisis Mm -hmm. like he was a star just because of football and then if he doesn't have football anymore what is he yeah so it's really some fascinating stuff one of my core memories of watching that show is where he throws his backpack and books out the window (laughs) of the car yeah but it's, and I remember being so sad because I was like, no, Tim, you could be so much more. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why? Tim doesn't want to go to college. No. He doesn't, he wants to be at home. He wants to stay in, I mean, his whole thing is Texas forever. So why would he want to like move past that? But I was still kind of sad because I was like, well, I, I like wanted to mold him into my own like, dream guy. Well, yeah, like, your idea of success. Yeah. There was this BuzzFeed article that I sent Jordan where it talks about where the characters are now. And his was one of my favorite because it said that The Bachelor has contacted them <laughs> multiple times to be on The Bachelor, but he won't do it. That's so <laughs> funny. You know, he's probably holding out for Tyra. Yeah, it's true. I actually really want to talk about Tyra, too. Yeah. Tyra is probably... She's probably my favorite character after Tim, actually. I like that. And I think that a lot of it is... Similar to Tim because the way her character starts out, like, I totally thought I had her pegged as kind of, like, the town, like, scandal. Mm -hmm. Like, she's just always trying to, like, cause a scene and, like, hook up with all the football guys to make Tim, at least as it starts, like, trying to make Tim jealous and just, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, trying to act out all the time. Yeah, at the beginning you think she's going to be the average um, mean girl of the high school. Yes. And the moment in the first season where I realized, I was like, whoa, there's way more going on there is when her mom, she's, like, doing something else in her house and her mom and her mom's boyfriend are having a huge fight and the boyfriend slaps her mom and Tyra, like, runs over and, like, starts beating him up and she grabs, like, a fire poker and she's, like, touch my mom again and then, and she's, like, I, like, daring him to, like, even try to, like, hit her or anything and the Mm -hmm. guy's, like, uh, and just, like, runs away. (laughs) Well, I think she's the most terrifying person on that show like I would be the most intimidated by her oh for sure well because she's she's really unpredictable Mm -hmm. and you know that she's kind of in that mindset where especially at first she's like I don't have anything to lose so bring it on you Mm -hmm. know she actually I haven't made this comparison before but now that I'm thinking about it it reminds me of Busy Phillips character on um, Freaks and Geeks yes that's a brilliant comparison because it really does start out where you're like oh this girl Mm -hmm. like she's just mean Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of lording, like, how experienced she is kind of over people that she's actually feeling kind of threatened by. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking of, like, Busy and Lindsay, how she's jealous of Lindsay but wants to make her feel bad. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how Tyra approaches life. Mm-hmm. But then um, I feel like 
one of my favorite pairings on the show is Tyra and Tammy. Mm-hmm. And so once Tammy really sees Tyra's potential and that she really is smart, she just feels trapped and assumes that she's going to be like her mom and her sister and stuck in this town forever. And so she might as well give up. And Tammy's like, no, I'm not going to let you do that. We're going to work. And if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But I don't think that's what you actually want. Mm-hmm. And so she like helps her. Her college essay. Her admittance (laughs) was the sweetest thing in the whole entire world. Yeah, I have have goosebumps thinking about it. I feel like that also brings me to Landry. Yep. Landry basically, Landry and Tammy got Tyra to college. Mm -hmm. But Landry's played by Jesse Plemons, our favorite guy. Yeah, (laughs) Taylor's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend of the week. (laughs) Ex-boyfriend. Landry is fascinating because I feel like maybe that's another thing that I love so much about Friday Night Lights is how you think you know all the stereotypical characters, but they all end up just growing. And that's why they feel like real people. Mm -hmm. Like Landry is just, he starts the show as Matt Saracen's completely dorky best friend who like starts resenting Matt because Matt is thrust into the QB1 position. And so Landry's just kind of like... That's short for quarterback. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know (laughs) football terms, but QB1 is quarterback one. (laughs) Starting quarterback. Because the whole premise of the pilot is that, and pretty much the entire first season, is that Jason Street, who's like the all-star he's gonna go to the nfl after he goes to play his college ball he's qb one of D- the D- uh whoa the dylan panthers and um then he's paralyzed in that game and so then matt saracen has to step up who's just been on the bench his whole high school career so far and i think he's only a sophomore mm-hmm. that's the thing it's hard to tell who's in what grade of yeah. this show but he's like this little baby sophomore quarterback. I don't even know how he got QB2, to be honest. But so then he has to kind of deal with trying to be QB1 in this town where they live for these games and lap pressure. So anyway, Landry is Matt Saracen's best friend. And he starts out just kind of like a one-dimensional like, just kind of the nerdy, like, out. he's a out, total outcast because he doesn't play football mm-hmm. yet. Which is actually, like, a side note is that Jesse Plemons is the only character on the whole cast that ever actually played high school football. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. Isn't that hilarious? And it's funny because Taylor Kitsch, who plays Tim Riggins, he it was an athlete, but he's Canadian, so he only played hockey. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a hockey player, actually. Yeah, you can totally see yeah. it. So where where do we even begin with more about Landry? I honestly don't even know. He is just a surprising little guy. Yeah, he. It's like I feel like the first season I wouldn't ever consider him a, like a main character, mm-hmm. but then he just expands into this another heart of the show. I feel mm-hmm. like basically every character could be considered the heart of the show. Yeah, it's true. Um, he's also one of the only ones that is in almost every episode. I feel like. Because yeah. he is um, still, he transfers over to East Dillon in the mm-hmm. fourth season. And yeah, he's legitimately very, very funny. And um, so he adds a lot of comic relief to the show. And he, it's also funny because like his girl problems are kind <laughs> of hilarious. Yeah, his relationship with Tyra is very interesting. I think especially because I think, I don't know if it was intentionally done this way or if it was something to do with the fact that their season's became so short because they were kind of only allowing them to make more seasons because fans requested them. 
when it was like on direct TV mm-hmm. and stuff. But Landry and Tyra, their friendship and on and off romantic relationship is like a huge part of the show for like three seasons. You can't see, but I just started smiling slowly <laughs> while we were talking about this. <laughs> But, like, she goes to college and, like, never talks to him again. (laughs) And she even comes back to town and she doesn't even, like, they don't show him saying hi or them hanging out or anything. Yeah, that's true. But maybe that's, I mean, it just feels weird because I feel like, in a way, it's realistic because you always have people that you were really close with in high school that then you don't really... You get to college and you're like, wait a second, we had nothing in common. Yeah. And there's not really a point to that friendship. I guess by the by the time, like, leading up to her going to college, a lot of their friendship was, like, him doing her homework for her mm-hmm. and, like, fixing things around the house for her mom. <laughs> but they're, they're a pretty funny mm-hmm. part of the show, especially once it lightens up after they get rid of her um, attempted rapist yeah. in the second season. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also surprising that he's one of the actors who's working the most after this show. Yeah, well, that's something that I thought was really interesting, too, is that he really probably does work the most. Yeah. Maybe next to Coach Taylor. Yeah, because it's true, because Coach shows up in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Well, and they're even in game night together, uh-huh. which I and love. It is the best. I do wish they'd thrown in a little Easter egg and have him call, a coach call him Lance, <laughs> like he always does on the show. <laughs> Um, I would have loved that. That's so funny. Who's another one of your favorite characters? Hmm. I mean, you can't be mad when Michael B. Jordan joins the cast. No, I was hoping you would say someone from the later (laughs) seasons. He's so good on that show. He's so good. I mean, it's such a broken record to say yet another super complex character. Mm -hmm. Because you totally, I totally had him pegged, I thought, when he first shows up in the fourth season. Because I was like... Oh, a troubled kid with, Mm -hmm. like, a hard life, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to turn his life around and blah, blah, blah. But he becomes so much more than that. Yeah. I feel like with this show, it's half thanks to the writing of the show and, like, really good plot lines and everything and half amazing acting. Yeah. Because there's not really a weak link. No. I mean, I guess the main weak link would be Julie. Julie Taylor. But I always... I'm trying to figure out if that's her, like, the actress's fault or the writing. Because I feel like they don't really give her good plot lines to work with. I feel like, so basically I think the main uh, weak spot of this whole show is Coach and Tammy's daughter, Julie. And I don't, because I was trying to think of, like, what is it that bothers me so much about her? And the main thing that always comes to mind is her plot point in the last season, season mm-hmm. five, with the TA. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I didn't really like her leading up to that either. She no. just has, like, a bad attitude. Well, when you have perfect parents, why would you ever have a bad attitude? No, she's so mean to them. Yeah. She's so mean to Tammy. And Tammy's the best mom you could ever have. She's perfect. And if... If, like, she can get Tyra to, like, love her, mm-hmm. how can Julie be so rude? Yeah. No. And I'm always mad about her bangs. Mm-hmm. They're just, like, little strings in her face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, one of, I've complained about this before, but I just learned, like, how could Tammy not teach Julie how to do her hair? <laughs> because something about Tammy Taylor is that she has perfect hair. Yeah, she does. It's like, and obviously, if you've ever seen a photo of Connie Britton, that's, you already know that. That's common knowledge, but Tammy, she's just, like, so stunning all the time, and Julie's walking around with these bangs that are an abomination, (laughs) 
Maybe that's the real reason why I don't like Just her. the bangs. But Pin back the bangs and do you <laughs> like her? That's the real test. I, yeah, I guess I'll have to. I feel like she would look like a different person. Mm-hmm. I That kind of leads me to something else I wanted to talk about is the well, how we mentioned the female characters. Mm-hmm. Because... That's why I feel like, um, did they just intentionally make kind of an unlikable character? Because I feel like you have Tammy, you have Tyra, you have Jess. Yeah, you have Lila, you have Jess in the later seasons. Mm -hmm. And then you have Julie, who's just kind of, I feel like she's the most one note character on the show. Yeah. Because like, I don't feel like I ever had a good explanation of why she is the way she is. I feel like maybe the best is in the first season, how she um, is tired of like constantly moving to a new football town for for Coach Taylor's job. Because I feel like they're kind of new to Dylan right when the show starts. Yeah. Because they don't... The whole town is really skeptical of Coach Taylor because he's this new, like, younger coach. But I feel like that's it. Like, she's just annoyed about football because... She's I guess when you're an only it. child and your parents don't pay that much attention to you. <laughs> I guess. Well, she's only an uh, only and only child yeah, for so true. long. They have that I baby. About that. But then I it's forgot even about less the attention. baby. That baby looks like a little alien. Oh my gosh, that was a weird Gracie thing. Bell. <laughs> Gracie Bell. Gracie Bell is a more complex character than Julie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I feel like, I just, I don't feel like she earns a lot of her, um, beef that she has with, like, everything. Mm -hmm. She's just, and I don't know if some of it is the acting, because I feel like she stands out in a bad way sometimes. Well, let me just say, when I was looking up what some of the actors are doing now, the only thing I really saw on her IMDb page was she was in a Demi Lovato music video. What? <laughs> what song? Made in the USA. That's <laughs> not that old. <laughs> I had no knowledge That's of That's one this. of my favorite things. That's hilarious. I know. I, I, I need to go back. I need video. to go back and watch it and see if... Are they, like, at a carnival or something in that video? I honestly don't even know. That sounds right. I don't know. I might be mixing it up with Miley's Party in the USA video. That's not really a carnival. That's just, like, some field. (laughs) Even though I love that video, too. So, Um, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I do kind of want to talk about Matt Saracen. Okay. Because I love his character. I get kind of burned out in the second season of him because it's kind of boring. That's just when he, like, is dating his grandma's nurse. That's not that interesting to me. (laughs) Um, But I love the stuff. I feel like season three, I think, is my favorite season. I love the the plot lines where the McCoys move in and they're this new super rich family and their son is like this quarterback prodigy. And Coach loves Matt so much that he wants to be able to give Matt, like, a good senior year and be the quarterback and stuff. But JD really is better. And he's, Mm -hmm. like, a freshman, I think. But Coach also doesn't want to just give in to this new rich family because they're also now buying the Booster Club all this stuff. And, like, they're they're kind of family that the town would love to be in charge of the football program because they're so wealthy and they have this, like, big name kid that's coming in to, like, rejuvenate the football program and stuff. So I like that stuff where Matt has to kind of come to terms with his actual future with football and things like that. And I I always, like, have a soft spot for those kind of, like, heart of gold kids, those guys, yeah. too. 
Because he really is so sweet with his grandma. And I heard this interview with, um, well, they were two separate, but they both talked about it. And it was um, Zach Guilford who plays Matt. And then um, I can't remember the actress who plays his grandma. But they, like, are, like, besties in real life. Oh, my god! And she, so Matt, his real name is Zach. (laughs) Zach Guilford just got married. I don't think that um, Grandma Saracen had met his wife yet. And they finally were, like, in the same city or something. And so she got to meet, like, see them and meet him. And that, I guess, Zach Guilford and Grandma were just crying. (gasps) They were just so happy to see each other. And they were just... crying. It's beautiful (laughs) so i just thought that was so tender and they just seem so it's just really sweet so i love that that bond is like actually real yeah um but i think the episode where matt has to deal with his estranged dad's funeral Mm -hmm. is like it's just crazy good like Mm -hmm. that's he is so good in that like he breaks he breaks my heart in that episode when Mm -hmm. he's because he had a really bad relationship with his dad and so it's just very complicated but then the kind of emotional journey he comes to at the end and he um is kind of willing to forgive his dad and stuff like that just really good acting he's a really good actor okay wait can we do some mary do kills yes i feel like we kind of covered all of the characters we love it's yeah, kind of funny true. that we didn't really talk about lila at all why is that let <laughs> i've Lila, it's like, I don't... I don't hate her, but I didn't connect with her or relate to her at all. No. Well, I don't feel like she's a very sympathetic character. No. Obviously, it's it's bad that she cheats on Jason while he's paralyzed <laughs> and in rehab with Tim, his best friend. But I also don't necessarily, like, hate her for that because she and Jason were never going to really end up together. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, like, don't have strong feelings about Lila. Is that weird? No, I don't either. I just think it's interesting. I would almost, like, it's more fun to talk about the reasons I dislike Julie than to talk about Lila at all. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to, like, I think she's very pretty. And she's also on Parenthood. Yeah! (laughs) Well, and um, Michael B. Jordan's on Parenthood. Mm -hmm. Who else was on Parenthood? Is it made by the same people? Is that why? It's Jason Kateems. It's, like, a producer of both, I think. Okay. But... I feel like either Mindy or Billy Riggins is on it. Mm-hmm. Landry, I remember seeing headlines back in the day that they made like a webisode and Landry's yes. band was playing. Yes. Speaking of Landry's band, one of the weirdest cameos is that there's like this silent, like shy boy in Landry's band, mm-hmm. Crucifictorious. <laughs> And he plays the terrifying brother in Get Out. And it's like, oh yeah, could not be more different, but it's creepy. No. So watch out for those quiet kids in the band, I guess. Seriously. Okay. Um, should I start off with my three that are really good or three that are really bad? I guess really good. I'm okay. scared. So Mary do kill between Coach Taylor, Riggins, and Vince, which is Michael B. Jordan's character. Okay. Mary Coach. Yeah, I think that's a given. Oh my gosh. So, who are you killing? Riggins or Vince? I I mean, and we're, this is the characters, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the characters, not the actors. That is so hard. I guess do... I guess do Riggins kill Vince. I would be the same. Which I hate doing. We spent more time with Riggins. Yeah, I know him better. Um, Vince is so young. <laughs> That's my final answer. (laughs) 
think is that your, yours is the same? Yeah, same. Okay, give me your bad one and then I'll give you some of mine. Because I okay. feel like your bad ones are probably similar to my yeah. bad ones. Okay, Buddy Garrity, oh Billy gosh. Riggins, or Landry. Oh, that's not nearly as bad as... <laughs> I have some really, really, really bad ones. Bad ones. Um, well, obviously kill Buddy. Even though by the end I don't necessarily hate him, but compared to the other two... Yeah. I guess I would marry Landry and do Billy. Yeah. Landry will take care of me in life. Yeah. I he's would... really smart. Yeah. He's, like, on his way to the top. And if he's good enough for Kristen Dunst... Yeah. He's good Plus enough he... for me. Yeah. <laughs> if he's good enough for Taylor. <laughs> for Coach Taylor. <laughs> okay. The theme of this one, this set of three, is damaged father figures. Oh, crap. Wait. Two of them are the same as the one you just did. <laughs> who is the third? Vince's dad. <laughs> the one who's just out of jail. Wait, so Vince's dad, Buddy, and Billy. I feel like I would marry Billy. Yeah, I think I would, too, out of those three. Yeah. Buddy's gonna, like, spend all your money at the strip club. Like, he spent Lila's college tuition (laughs) and the landing strip. (laughs) They call the strip club in town the landing strip because it's right by the airport. (laughs) So, little tidbit. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, I like that. Wait, so who'd you kill? The hmm. two not good choices. Yeah. I don't know. Both? <laughs> not an option. I'm trying to remember Vince's dad's history. Vince's dad. Well, he's better looking than Buddy. Okay. So I think I would kill Buddy. Yeah. Vince's dad, he's always just out of jail. And I don't <laughs> know if he killed someone <laughs> or if he was just like a drug dealer. I think he was just a drug dealer. Just. Just. Okay, I Better stick with Buddy. my answer. Buddy, like, gets Buddy's... around still, though. Yeah. Because, like, Tyra's mom is really pretty. Yeah, that's true. But I wouldn't recommend Buddy. No. Okay, this one's kind of like some OG Panthers. That's the theme of this one. Jason Street, Smash Williams, or Matt Saracen. Mm. I think I would marry Smash. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, he'll, you'll be set up for life because he's going to be in the NFL. Yeah, that's true. Especially according to that fan fiction that we read. <laughs> we'll tweet that out Buzz later. Buzzfeed fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I would kill Saracen. Yeah. Is Jason Street, can he walk now? No. <laughs> <laughs> he can still make babies, though. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know why I said it like that. I've never <laughs> even said that. Make babies. <laughs> it's gross. Um, oh, I have another good three. One more after Okay, this. that's it. I, I stick you with killing Saracen. Saracen. Okay. Yeah. This is, the theme of this one is, if you choose any of them, you'll be in Dylan forever for the rest <laughs> of your life. Um, so it's Tim Riggins, Billy Riggins, Luke Cafferty. Kill Billy. Mary Riggins? Or? Think, hmm. Luke has a pretty good catch, yeah. to be fair. And maybe he would be better, like, for financial reasons. Yeah, maybe. That military money. (laughs) He'll be just, like, more stable. Yeah. Well, because he's a good boy. One of my favorite parts on the show is when um, Tammy has to go tell him that they Mm. lied about his address so he could be in the East or the West Dillon Mm -hmm. uh, boundaries. And when, and he, like, is so sorry. Like, he goes up and apologizes. It's just, like, one of those little moments where you can tell a lot about him. Mm Mm-hmm. But Tim matures a lot over the show, too. Yeah, it's true. He's got that. He's a landowner. <laughs> he has a dog. Oh, but you don't like dogs very no. much. <laughs> so that's not a winner for me. I think I'd marry. I think I, yeah, I think I'd marry, um, what's his name? Luke. Luke, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of Landry, too. Uh, 
too many L names. Oh, yeah. You just want to marry Landry just, so much. <laughs> I'm so in love with Landry. <laughs> I think that was a good a good list. Mm-hmm. Oh, something I was thinking about of all the men of the Dylan Panthers is that they all pass our Maverick test. Hey, that's actually shocking. I know we've talked about it before, but our Maverick test is if we saw them in a Maverick, would we be scared of them or would we think that they're hot? And I think (laughs) I would still think that all of them were hot. Yeah. And it's funny because they're all so different from each other. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of, um, I would be scared of none. Yeah, I I know. Even the ones that um, maybe you should be scared of, they don't appear to be scary at first. Yeah. It's, like, like, deeper than that. I probably wouldn't really be scared of Billy, but... No. If he were, like... He does freak me out in real life. Yeah. Well, he's just, like, so volatile. on the show. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he's one of those guys where he's, like, he means well, but he has such a bad temper that he could just lash out and do Mm -hmm. something crazy. Yeah. Oh, I would be scared of Herc. You know, Jason's friend in rehab. Oh, yeah. He's very creepy. That's true. I forgot about that. Even though he's, I think he's basically harmless, Mm -hmm. but he looks scary. Yeah. And he's kind of got like a crazy voice. (laughs) One note when I, when I was kind of brainstorming, I was like, in addition to, so we talked about the female characters. Mm -hmm. I feel like remembering how much I love all these characters, the male characters, it's like helping restore my faith in men. Totally. Even though they're all fictional. Mm Mm-hmm. But the thing is that... They're fictional in a way that they they still have flaws and we still mm-hmm. love them. Yeah, it's so true. They really... It's like I have to remind myself that they're fictional. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the actors, I'm sure they, they would say there's a lot of differences in their characters to their real life uh, mm-hmm. personalities. But I don't know. I feel like the lines kind of got to be a little blurry based on like other interviews I've seen from them and... The fact that they're all friends, like they all go to each other's weddings. Mm-hmm. Jesse Plemons played guitar as Zach Guilford and his wife walked up the aisle. I didn't know that. I'll, I'll have to show you the pictures. It's so I'm beautiful. Cry. And then like, I can't remember. I think it was Jason Street's wedding and like Smash and Riggins and Saracen were all there. Like they're best friends. And I just think that's beautiful. So doesn't Taylor Kitsch live in Texas now? Yeah, he-, he he lives in Austin. Yeah. And Coach doesn't, or coaches just happens to be there a lot, maybe? I can't remember. But we have a friend who, like, saw both of them while they were getting coffee together. (sighs) A little heartbreaking. I know, I'm kind of sad you reminded me about that. (laughs) It's just, I just want that to be my life. Well, I do have some friends that met Coach at Sundance, and he, like, took a selfie with them, like, Mm -hmm. with their phone. And he was like, oh, I'm so good at taking these selfies now. I'll take it. (laughs) And I was so sad well, I wasn't there. Well, that's really nice because no one wants to be the person to take the selfie. Yeah. So it's very selfless of him. Just like real coach would real do. Real coach. Yeah. He's the one that I mostly feel like he's really like his character in real life. Yeah. I feel like that about Tammy, too. Yeah, that's true. I, I did meet her once. I was going to ask if you want to share your special moment you had with her. I do want to share it, even though every time I say it, it's like I'm further away from what I told her I was going to do in life. <laughs> but it's okay. So, it was such a beautiful moment. It was really awesome. So we were in Park City during Sundance, and um, at this time, I was applying to go to grad school to be a school counselor, and... She walked past me and my group of friends I was with, and um, we couldn't take a picture because she was, like, hurrying somewhere, like, for an interview or something. It was super dorky that I said this, but I was like, oh, like, we love you on Friday Night Lights. I'm 
trying to go to school to be a counselor, just like <laughs> Tammy, which is so dorky. Like, I still but can't I'm believe sure I said the moment, that. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, I bet it wasn't. I hope not. She probably gets it all the time. Yeah. And, um, I mean, with like, you're such a beloved character. Mm-hmm. How could you not? And instead of being like, oh, like eyebrow raise, like kind of like, like oh, get away cool. from me. She, yeah, exactly. Even that, like just yeah. being polite. She looked at me and she was like, you're going to make the world a better place. And I was just like, uh, 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 Tammy just told me the most beautiful thing. It's so special. It was so special. And she was like, she just was so sincere. Like she just stopped. Like she wasn't even, she was just like dead serious. It was really moving. I love her. Cause even, even in that moment, it's like, that was, it was inspiring that she like listened to what I said. Mm-hmm. And like, I just felt very seen by like one of the most special people to me. <laughs> yeah. Like someone you look up to so much. Yeah. So I'll, I'll love her forever. Yeah. It was so nice. I hope that if you have not yet watched Friday Night Lights, that hopefully we have inspired you to start it. Right now it's streaming on Hulu. And I saw some... Is it on Amazon? Oh, I think it is. I think it is on Amazon. Okay, perfect. So it's on Prime My and it's on Hulu. My new favorite platform to watch things. <laughs> yeah, because it's like the Prime MDB. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, I have all the DVDs. If you don't have either of those and you're desperate to watch it, which I hope you make this a priority. So come over. Our address is. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it really is such a special show. It'll give you clear eyes, a full heart, and you just can't lose. <laughs> and it's perfect for this fall season. It's during football season. Yeah. If you're not into watching actual football, you can pretend like you are by watching Friday Night Lights. Exactly. Also, I just like use Friday Night Lights quotes and taglines like in my everyday talk. I say clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose all the time. And Texas forever. It's and then it's also great because then some people will like perk up immediately. Uh Like you can can, it's a total litmus test. It's a a totally you can always see who your people are. Exactly. Plus isn't that phrase clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose so inspiring alone? Makes me tear up every time it's so beautiful yeah if you haven't watched it please watch it like we're begging you it will change your life Mm -hmm. and if you have already watched it highly recommend watching it again over and over and over it's such a good repeated watch especially because you'll start it and you already love the characters like they don't have to earn your love this time Mm -hmm. around you just start it being obsessed with them and they're just so great texas forever texas forever